Hi, and welcome to Average Joe's Podcast. This is Mike, and I'm here with my co-host, Tim. How's it going, everybody? I'm uh, back. Yes, he's back from his hiatus. Yeah. We missed you. Uh, you know, Johnson filled in, and he did a great job. He did. He agreed with me all the time. And the, I that say, was a problem. It yeah. felt right. <laughs> I felt like someone gave my recognition I yeah. deserved. Yeah, I know you pointed this out, but he said it at the beginning, like, he... He disagrees with you a lot, and then he proceeded to not disagree with you at all. I mean, I could look at him and say, this shirt is white, and he'll tell me to right. kiss his ass. <laughs> God, it's blue for yeah. sure. And so, you guys listening, it is a white shirt. It is a white shirt. <laughs> it is. True, true story. Yeah. So no, I, I'm happy to agree with me. He, you know, I'm just so convincing and correct that he just obviously couldn't help yeah, himself. Yeah, he was just like, you know what, Mike, you're right. Yeah. So. But yeah. I, I know better. You, I'm back. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have romance knocked back the other way. I'm right. I right. would disagree with you on a few things. Right. Make you feel more comfortable. But yeah, it was great having him there. Um, I, I appreciate him stepping in for sure. Uh, and I'm sure we'll have him back on. Oh yeah, it's the last minute he came flying over. So mm-hmm. pumped to have him. Yeah. But yeah, so we'll jump into it. Absolutely. Because this was, I know we say this a lot. This was a weird week. Yeah, they're they're all weird. This yeah. Was extra weird. Like, there were a lot of games that went away that I did not expect them to go. There was one game that went the way it should have. <laughs> no, I don't think so. That doesn't sound right. Yeah. But we'll get there. The first one that went weird that I really was not expecting was the Thursday night game mm-hmm. with Atlanta, Carolina. Carolina won 25-15, which, A, weird score. B, Carolina, what the heck? Yeah, I, they. I, can we just stop and say they're only two games out of first place? Let's just stop there. Right. Yeah. That's first off. That's crazy. Um, and, and PJ Walker, like he didn't do anything spectacular, uh, but their running game, the Panthers running game, Foreman. is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like I knew he was good last year when he filled in for Derrick Henry, but I didn't know he was this good. Right. It's amazing what happens when because he, he was splitting carries with Derrick Henry last year. Uh, Damian Hillard, Hilliard, who's still for the Titans, who plays with the Titans now. So he's a full like back he's amazing mm-hmm. so uh, it's fun watching him yeah and atlanta they have patterson back mm-hmm. but he's been back the last two weeks and they just haven't looked as good no they they gave him the ball last week in the red zone like three times yeah like, he had two rushing touchdowns but they were like mm-hmm. two yards apiece yeah which doesn't make any sense yeah so i mean totally unexpected because I know a few weeks ago we were talking about, I mean, you were picking Atlanta to win the division, mm-hmm. which, I mean, they're still in good shape for it. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, Tampa Bay is, I think, leading technically. At 500. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's very close. But, yeah, so Carolina, I mean, they've played really well since trading McCaffrey and Robbie Anderson. What a credit. They yeah. trade their number two receiver and their all-star running back, and somehow they're playing better. Right. And they should have an extra win. Because mm-hmm. they should have beaten Atlanta the first time. Yeah, they could, they could be Atlanta. And them could actually flop. Yeah, and that's where they would be in second place. I mean, this yeah. this whole team looks like a train wreck, but that whole division such a train wreck that mm-hmm. they're they're not the they're the worst train wreck, but they're not far yeah. off. They could find their way into the playoffs. I uh, <laughs> I would never be happier to be wrong. If the PJ yeah. Walker and Foreman led Panthers came mm-hmm. flying back and took down Tom Brady. Yeah, XFL star takes down Hall of Famer. That's that would got be a crazy. Freaking title right on. That'd be crazy. Yeah. Now PJ Walker, I did see earlier today. PJ Walker is out this coming week, mm-hmm. so Baker's starting, which is, you know, unfortunate for PJ Walker. I hope he gets to start when he's back healthy. I think he will. I mean, yeah. he's won a game. Baker's a heck of a backup to have, though. He is. He played good when he came up with the Bengals. Okay, mm-hmm. it was junk time, but he had like 140 yards and two touchdowns. 
Yeah. Well, it's like you were saying. I think you said this with Johnson. Like, Baker is on the sideline helping out P.J. Walker. Oh, yeah. Above and beyond. Yeah. And you don't really see that with the backup quarterbacks. No, but no, they don't. Like, well, they're usually not better or more intelligent. Right. And not that P.J. Walker's dumb, but Baker's got more playing time. Right. He's been in way bigger games. He can help. Mm-hmm. He sees things that P.J. just isn't going to. At least mm-hmm. not right now. Yeah. So, I mean, it's... For as bad of a division as it is, it's an intriguing division. It is. It's still. That's it's cool. <laughs> yeah. Every game's fun to watch with them because right. they're all in it. Right. Exactly. Um, and then the other thing to talk about is the, the there were news articles calling for Mario to be benched and Desmond Ritter to come in. I mean, I'm all for that. I mean, it'd be exciting. It, it would definitely give a spark, like a f- excitement to the team. Mm-hmm. However, when you're like you're one game back from first place, do you mess with it? Maybe he comes in and tears it up. Maybe he comes in and he's not ready. You know, and then you ruin him. Yeah. I mean, so I was telling, I was over here yesterday for the Broncos-Titans game. We were talking a little bit. But so I was at the UC-ECU game on Friday night this past week. And Dez and Sauce were both there. Mm -hmm. And the crowd was going nuts, obviously, because they're like, Dez is the wingest quarterback in UC football history. Sauce never gave up a touchdown in college. Like just a crazy tandem between the two of them. And they had... This bling, which I'm sure Sauce bought, because Des was in the He's first round pick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He ain't that. But just this studded out chain, like Sauce's said Sauce on it, and then Ritter's had Des. It's just studded with diamonds. I'm like, I was thinking, I'm like, Des, why are you here? Oh, yeah, you guys played last night. Yeah. <laughs> you're all done now. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're done. Enjoy the weekend. Like, Sauce can do whatever he wants. Yeah, exactly. As long as but, he's yeah. still winning like that, he's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I would love to see Ritter in there. Um, I think it would make sense. Well, like, they're still in the, in the running for the division, so oh, yeah. it would make sense in that way because I don't know if they're going to win as many games with Ritter as they would with Mariota. Yeah, you can count on Mariota to make certain plays. Right. He's usually pretty good with the ball. Ritter, right. You don't, you don't want to put him in a situation where he has to throw 40 times and win a game. Mm-hmm. He's too fragile is not the right word, but he's just – you're ruining He's a rookie court, right yeah. But, like, getting him reps with Pitts in London and building that relationship. Oh, yeah. I think it'll be great. Absolutely. I think he'll play. He'll Next year he will be in for sure halfway through the season starting, I think. I hope so. If not the end of the season, depending on how Mariota yeah. finishes. Yeah. So, I agree with that. Cool. Moving on to the next one, the Germany game. Yeah. First. German? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's football. Is good. Sure. We're speaking. Let's just finish the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, all in German. Yeah. Berlin. (laughs) Cut the podcast. Cut the podcast. I'm gonna get in trouble. Anyway, cut Tim. So yeah, the Germany game uh, was Seattle and Tampa Bay, and Tampa Bay won the game. They did, which has been a a less common occurrence this year. I mean, they really lost half the games they played. But uh, they won 21-16, to and they were pretty much in control the whole game. Um, yeah. You know, Brady played well. He didn't throw it 60 times like he has been. Uh, and they won. And they, they won. won. Crazy. Uh, Rondale White is the one I want to talk about. So, Fournette has been struggling mm-hmm. this year. And so, they started getting, giving their touches to Rondale White. And he had 22 carries for 105 yards. Yeah, he looked good. Looked good. He looked fresh. Yes. Fournette is just not as fast or explosive. He's mm-hmm. big, but he's not like big and explosive. He's just it's, it's big. Yeah. Uh, and I think White gives Brady that, like what he had with 
you know, Burkhead and Deion Lewis in mm-hmm. New England, like this back that can go out to the flat and yeah. catch a pass and go. Absolutely. I think he's a little bit better suited for that than Fournette is. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, well, I was up with uh, my boy Henry watching that, and it was – I think Seattle outplayed – I feel like Seattle should have won. They were in it the entire time. But that defensive front for Tampa, you could – Geno could not comfortably go through his progression. He was – his head was whipping really quick. Mm. He was trying to get the ball out. He could. He just couldn't go through his progressions. He was making mistakes. Yeah. All of a sudden, old Geno started creeping up, and it was just that he was he was flustered. The run game wasn't there. They were they were putting Kenneth Walker to the ground, so he had to throw the ball. But I, I, Seattle's still an amazing team. I don't know what's going on in Tampa, but I, I think that would have been a huge win for Seattle, especially mm-hmm. when you're trying to go for that number one seed. And assuming Tampa gets back on the you know the horse, they're going to have to probably go through Tampa you know, right. because they've lost. So. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think Seattle's still one of the better teams in the NFC. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just like you said, that Kenneth Walker couldn't get going. Uh, the play that I wanted to point out, did you see the pass that Fournette had? <laughs> yeah, the interception? Yeah. Oh, so, Tampa was, they were close to the red zone. And, you know, Brady tosses it to Fournette, going to the right, and then, or no, Fournette took the snap. Brady was, it was set up out wide. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Brady fell down as the pass was coming and Tariq Wolling just jumped up and yeah, it snatched it. Yeah, basically just a nice lofty pass yeah. to the defense. And I saw a screenshot it so that I would remember it. Tom Brady tweeted, if I don't slip, that's Randy over the top for six in reference to Moss. <laughs> There's no way. Tom Brady can't jump six inches alone <laughs> over a defender. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So at least it still has a sense of humor in the wake of you know, well, they won, so, his personal life. Yeah, it's all fun to talk about when you win. Mm-hmm. But that so that was a very interesting game. So we talked about it a little yesterday, but so the that was our first game in Germany in like thirty years or something like that. Mm-hmm. Those fans, not only was it sold out, the on the second to last play they started playing uh, Country Road. Mm-hmm. So first off, I'm I might just be ignorant, and that's I'm I'm gonna set, start with that before I say what I'm gonna say. So. I'm looking, and all the German audience is linked arms and shoulders, and they're swaying back and forth, singing Country Road. And I'm like, all I think is, you can all speak English? <laughs> like, I didn't know that. Like, what in the world? They're speaking. You can hear it. It's not like, there's no, I don't hear an accent. I just hear them singing. And I'm like, this is the strangest thing. And it was like 20, that, was, that happened at the very end. And they hung out for like 30 minutes afterwards, and were just singing and hanging out. But also their beers. Did you see this? The beers they're drinking? I was just going to say, I feel like we're losing our Belgian viewers. No, <laughs> no. Belgium, we lo- I, can't, I don't know how to say anything. Yeah, but no, we're fine. I don't have the photo. So they were like, oh, these guys are out there drinking pitchers of beer. And I'm like, okay. They literally had mini pitchers of beer. They were like, the, that's the beers they were serving in yeah. Germany. Not like a like the, Like the Steins? Yes. Jeez. That's what they were taking back to their seats after the game was over. No one left. <laughs> they were just drinking and singing. I mean, I'm like, I want to go there and do that. That is football culture. Man. Oh, my gosh. Sure. That's what, and they interviewed Chris Godwin. He was like, this is amazing. Yeah. He said like, the game ended 20 minutes ago, and they're still here singing. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I mean, we can get into it a little bit more at a different time, but how do you feel about the European games? I love it. They've, they always have a packed house. 
Um, it, it's always loud, and you. Mm-hmm. I, I love that it's just a sprinkle of all the NFL teams. Yeah. You have a lot of the, you know, the Buccaneers and a lot of the Seahawks, but you'll see Titans fans, you'll see Vikings fans, like mm-hmm. just people just like I love football. I'm going to the game, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I think that's amazing. I mean, the criticism I've heard of it is it takes away a home game. So like that was a home game for Tampa technically. Yeah. So now they only have seven or eight, however sure. the schedule works out, actually at Tampa Bay. And maybe for Tampa Bay, that's not as big of a deal because their home field advantage isn't crazy. But yeah. somebody like Seattle, where the 12th man yeah. is a bigger thing, um, you know, if we consistently have – if every team has a game over there each year, it doesn't – it's a wash. Well, exactly. If you're going to Mexico City, yeah. Germany, or uh, London, I mean, yeah. it's, it's fair. I think you would probably end up having that at yeah. least. Because it's five games this year that are over there? Is that right? Yeah, I think it's five. Yeah. So you have ten teams who are doing it out of the thirty-two. Yeah. So all of a sudden, you you know you can do it one year. Yeah. Uh, or whether you're alternating years or whatever. I mean, I don't know. I don't see a problem with them. You know, suck it up. You're a professional football player. Like, right. And you know they're being compensated. It's not. I guarantee it's written into their, something is written on the contracts to where they either get extra compensation, whatever. It's a free. It's a trip to Germany. Like you're mm-hmm. you're there for days. You get to have fun. Like even Chris Cowley said, this place is amazing. Like they went out and did stuff and. I don't know as much that it's the players as it is the fans and the owners. Like, the owners are probably – I doubt they're losing money on it. But yeah, I doubt it. they're not – like, they're not getting the ticket revenue and everything that they no, normally get. but they also split the revenue yeah. to a certain extent. So, like, all of a sudden, the goal here is you're looking – there's going to be four year, There's going to be four international teams at some point. It's, just, it's going to happen. Cool. So, I just – you're going to get more revenue. Mm-hmm. So who cares? Like, yeah. just suck it up. You're gonna, it's going to end up benefiting everyone in the end. So just deal with it. Yeah, I mean, they the Jacksonville owner was talking about moving to London for a while. Yeah, why not? I mean, as silly as it seems, in Madden, you can move your teams. London is the number one spot based on the fan base and the income. You is can it? make so much money. I move my team every time. Because <laughs> you make, like, because I'm, I'm a Titans fan, so I'm in Nashville. It's yeah. smaller than London. I go to London, my revenue jumps up like four times. Yeah. Way off topic, but still, like, it's, it's just, it's proven. Yeah. So, I'm excited about it. Because I, I, when he, when Henry gets older, I, I told her, I was like, we're flying over there for games. Yeah. When Titans or Seattle's playing in London, oh, we're going. That would be fun. Yeah, exactly. Very fun. Anyways, next game. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. Oh, is it next? Is it next? Put my hat back on for this, even though it's Bengals. Listen, listen. Just say the score, then we can the, start. Oh, yeah, okay. So, next game is Broncos-Titans. Mm. So, the Titans won 17-10. Yeah, they did. Now, Naomi said, you can make one comment, and that's it. I get what? Oh, you get one. Naomi said it. Then I, wait, <laughs> on, who am I to argue? I get one, like, shitty comment? Yeah, we'll cut that out. But yeah, uh, yeah that's fine. Uh, you put me on the spot. Let me, let's get talking, and then I guarantee it'll, okay. it'll fall right out of my mouth, though. So, yeah, so the Titans-Broncos, uh, the Titans won 17-10. The thing, the first half of this game was ugly for the oh, most part. Was it 11 straight punts? Yeah, it was like 10 or 11 straight punts. Awful. The offenses could not move. Um, Denver got on the board first where they had this – like 60-yard pass to this guy who I had never heard of. But it was his first catch, and his first catch was a touchdown, which yeah, is awesome. Not bad. Um, and then they had a field goal a little bit later. But Denver did not sniff scoring for no, the rest of the game. The, yeah, not the red zone for sure. Yeah. Um, which I, we've been saying this all year. 
their defense held up. Like Derrick Henry they, did yeah, nothing. Nothing. Compared to what he normally does. I mean, he had 53 yards. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, Tannehill had a decent game. Westbrook Akina had a big game. Um, but, I mean, like I was saying, the Denver defense held up. It's just they were saying it at the beginning of the game. Denver's offense just had to be average. Yeah, if you just, just average. put up 15, 17 points, something like that, like you would have been in the – I mean, 17 to 10, we won't 17 points. Yeah. And we, we were up 14 to 10 for, like, the entire second half. Yeah. It wasn't like we outplayed you guys by – a crazy amount. Like, you did what any team should. I'm going to stop Derrick Henry. Ryan Tannehill, you're going to beat me. And he just had – I don't even know if he beat you guys. You guys just couldn't score points. Like, that, right. that was it. It was – he played good. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know, but our defense is stout. And I just think Russell Wilson just looks – I can't with him. Well, and the Denver running game is awful. Yes. Like, you were saying Jeffrey Simmons was out for the first time in – since I've been, he's been drafted. So yeah. In two years, is the first missed game I remember him yeah. missing. So they were missing their best defensive lineman, and we still couldn't run. Yeah. Like, Latavius Murray was – he was averaging less than three yards carry. Melvin Gordon didn't do anything. Chase Edmonds, who they got in the Bradley Chubb trade, wasn't even there. Nope. Like uh, – and then Judy left because he was hurt. Their offensive line got banged up. Denver's, that is. So, Russell was running for his life. Oh, he was, too. Yeah. I'll give him that. Yeah. So, like, when you don't have a run game to rely on, your your receivers are banged up and can't get open, your offensive line is banged up and mm-hmm. can't protect you for two seconds. Yeah. Like, it was awful. I mean, it's bad because, like you said, Jeffrey Simmons was out, and our number one pass rusher, Bud Dupree, was mm-hmm. also out. So yeah. was Autry. So, I mean, it, so was our starting cornerback. Like, if you could have just given him any sort of time, Mm-hmm. We would have had trouble. But, like, Sutton was dropping balls. Yeah. I don't know. It, it was very – it wasn't, like, a fun game. The only fun was the end when we ran. That's it. Everything else, I was like, oh, that's, that's a three-yard run. Cool. Oh, it's a ten-yard pass. Cool. Like, yeah. it, it didn't blow me away. Like, it was fun to watch because we were all hanging out watching yeah, the exactly. game. Exactly. It wasn't because it was a good game. Like, if you guys wouldn't have been there, I'd be like, well, this is kind of boring. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm glad we're winning. But it's – Yeah. I mean, you're one play away from a breakout 50-yard touchdown and you take the lead. Like, I didn't, I didn't like that. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't even have a crappy comment to make, honestly. I, well, thank I, you. Thank I didn't you. say I wasn't going to. I just, right now, I, just, I got that. We won. Like, that feels good. Yeah, like, we're, we'll save it for later. We're tied with the Chiefs and the Bills. So, Yeah, speaking of, are, did you have any more on this game? I'll have we, something. I we can move on. I'll make a shitty comment later. Yeah. So that's fine. The best game of the week, Minnesota-Buffalo. Oh, my. Is that what's up next? That's what uh, I have next. It's on the docket? Yes, that's I what like I have it. next. Let me pull it up. Let me pull the docket. So, Minnesota won. 33-30 to 30 in overtime. And Justin Jefferson is a monster. We already knew that. He's ridiculous. He had probably the best catch of the year. Yeah. Like, it was just this insane one-hand catch that he snagged from the defender. Yeah. Like, he had no business catching it. Um, Kirk Cousins and Josh Allen both had a couple bad picks. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen's last one was really bad. Yeah. Um, but, like, it was just – it was a great game because – the teams kept going back and forth, and then the last two minutes in overtime were just crazy. Yeah, they were. Like so, at I think it was twenty three to twenty, Buffalo, and or something like that, or no, twenty seven to twenty three. I would help you here, but I don't. Like it was just yeah crazy. But Bu- Buffalo was up twenty seven twenty three, and Minnesota was driving down late in the fourth quarter. 
and Jefferson caught a ball on like third and goal and he thought he scored and they reviewed it and he was down the one and they went for it and didn't get there. So Buffalo had the ball on their own one yard line Mm -hmm. or like half yard line with 30 seconds left, something like that. Like Minnesota did not have three timeouts. Like all they had to do was just get it out of the end zone. And first play, Josh Allen fumbled it and Minnesota recovered it in the end zone. Got a touchdown and went up 38-27. Then Buffalo got the ball back with like 30 seconds yep. left. And Josh Allen, yeah, Josh Allen drove the ball down. They got a field goal. Um, and overtime, Minnesota got the ball first. They went down and got a field goal. So then Buffalo was going and driving. Mm-hmm. And it looked like they were going to score. And Josh Allen was just super late on this crosser and just threw it right to Patrick Peterson. Yeah. Well, I and said, ended the game. I said what was happening. Like, Josh Allen has out the pocket. I don't – that's awful. Like, he, he's going to run it. He's going to sling it. But if you keep him in that pocket, he's good. I'm mm-hmm. not taking anything away from him. But, like, that's how you – the ironic part about it, if you just keep your quarterback in the pocket, right. you can right. beat him. That's, but that's the only way you're going to beat him. Like, if right. you, he's, he's going to outrun your linebackers, your, your D-backs, everybody. So – it was fun to watch. The game was immense. I, I would say this puts Justin Jefferson in the MVP conversation because Kirk Cousins did not have a great game. No, it was he was like, "Here, just use the magnet in your hand and have a <laughs> on the ball. Just catch this thing." Right. Like, if you told me that, like, oh, he had glue on his hand based on the catches, I believe you. Oh yeah. I mean, it was. Uh, it was like, I mean, 198 yards. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> 14 catches, 100, 198 yards, and a touch, not a touchdown. Touchdown. Yeah, touchdown. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, ten catches. I'm getting. I'm looking at Dalvin Cook. Yeah, but yeah, it was an it was an amazing game because we were watching the tail end of it as the Titans Broncos ended. Yeah, and so we like we looked right over, and it, it was amazing. So I mean, what what a fun game! But two powerhouses like that that's mm-hmm. a potential Super Bowl matchup. Yep, and I mean now I'd watch that again in a heartbeat. So oh, it was a great game. Yes, that was amazing. And, like there were question marks with Minnesota going in because they're they were a one loss team, but it was like who have they beaten? Yeah, and. They go get their signature one against Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Um, and their I mean, their defense held up against a really good offense. Yep. And now, don't look now, but Miami is first in that d- division. It, They're yeah, ahead of Buffalo. Tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. They got it, and they beat them again. All of a sudden, you're – yeah, it's yeah, – I, I know we, 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 we just – Josh Allen, Mahomes are these, like, gods in football. And, mm-hmm. But I'm like, they're not unbeatable. Right. Like, don't look now. The the Miami Dolphins and the Tennessee Titans have the same record as the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs. That sentence alone sounds weird, but mm-hmm. it, it can it can happen like that. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it football. Any, like we've said before, any given Sunday. Yep. And it, it was it was awesome to watch. So Great movie. I'm I'm really proud of Cole's catch himself, Kirk Cousins. <laughs> TM TM. Cold. What I say? <laughs> Cole's cash. Kirk Cousins. I mean, look at a bumper sticker. I don't think you can trademark Cole's cash. T Cole's. Change. I feel like Coles has Coles. Coles change. <laughs> Coles change. That's got a better ring to it anyway. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Like, that was a huge win by Minnesota. It was fantastic. Big and then moving on, so same division in Minnesota. I have Detroit Chicago. Okay, which was another great game. Yes, it was. Uh, Detroit won thirty-one to thirty, but Justin Fields He's really feeling his way around this whole uh, football thing, huh? He is figuring it out. Yes, I mean he. We've talked about before. He was not a big runner at Ohio State. He is running all over the field and yeah. doing it well. Yeah, well, why not? You don't expect it. Like, and he, but he's an athlete, which is so he can run. He just doesn't. Mm-hmm. But it's amazing. You get in this talented running game. His passing is getting better. Like again, you're 12 for 20. Like it's not mm-hmm. the end of the way. You're over 50. percent 
you throw two touchdowns, and you run for another 147 and two touchdowns. I mean, that's incredible. I mean, yeah. imagine doing all that, but making it a 250 throwing day. I mean, that's what you're that's what you're inching towards. You get a couple yeah. weapons all of a sudden, you're going to be in good shape. Now, I will say he had a very bad pick six, yeah. and that cost him the game. Yes, that was bad. Um, you know, they were up 24-17, and they were in their own territory, and he was rolling out and was under pressure, and he kind of just floated it up, mm-hmm. trying to get it to his tight end or whoever it was. Yeah. And the Detroit corner came in and took it and ran it back. So, in that way, he, he still – made a mistake and kind of cost the team the, the game a little yeah. bit. But, you know, they got the ball back. They <laughs> – it was a tie game, and he had that long run, mm-hmm. that, like, 70-yard run. Yes. Like, it was an option play that he just cut up, and the defender was, like, had his back to him and had no idea what was going on. Yeah. Um, and then the Chicago kicker missed the, the point after, and that's kind of where that 31-30 comes in. But, yeah. you know, those two teams – you know, Green Bay had a better week, which we'll get to. Uh, but those two teams look really good. Oh, yeah, they look fantastic. Yeah. yeah offense-wise. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, they're still young on the defensive side. Uh, but I'm interested to see – because when we were talking earlier this year, it was Detroit was closer. Mm-hmm. And with the strides that Fields is making, I don't know if they're going to be – ahead of schedule or if Detroit's going to beat him out over the next couple of years. I would actually agree with you that Chicago, well, it's all about the quarterback. You know mm-hmm. what you're going to get from Gosling. You you just know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. He's got to have some really good days and really bad days. Fields is all ceiling. Or, yeah. yeah. Or gets no ceiling. Like, he, he can he can go as high as he wants to because he was amazing in college. We've seen him do it. I think when you score 30 points and you don't win, that's on your defense. That's it. You put up 30 points unless you're playing like the, the Vikings with Josh Allen. Like, you should win a football game, you put up 30 points. So, I think if, if you're Chicago Brass, you need a big number one wide receiver that's got to come in, and you also need a couple big defenders. Like, a good, like, young, like, defenders need to come in and help, and they need to go out and get him. Like, like go get Eldo, Odell Beckham or something next year. Go out and get him. It's a big target that they can throw to. Because I feel like, especially with Green Bay, just I feel like collapsing, mm-hmm. this division's wide open. Yeah, and Chicago went out and got Chase Claypool. But he was like non-existent. Yeah, he's good. He's a good. Yeah. I mean, he's young too. It's his second year. I mean, he's he's a talented receiver. It's just he's also not like a household name. Right. He's not. It's not like he went out and got Devontae Adams or someone like that. But yeah, we'll see what happens. But I, I'm loving what I'm seeing Justin Fields. I mean, me too. I'm you know, excited for him. Yeah, I mean, Lions. St. Brown had a good game, but that's pretty much it. Everyone else, was, it was kind of mediocre. Um, but then, then they won the game. That's that's what matters. So. Um, I hope they. I want them to lose because if I have to have two number one quarterback, or two quarterbacks going off the board to the Colts and the Texans in the draft, it's going to be Stroud and Bryce Young. Not happy. Not happy <laughs> about that scenario. So we're going to have to get a freaking young quarterback ourselves that can throw the football. Yeah. So, Not Malik. I think he's got some talent. Even though let's think, one thing we missed with the Titans game. Yeah. So Malik is over two. Come, no, well, get, it depends on your perspective. He comes in on these thirty-one plays and they do an like a RPO. And Malik has fumbled both times. And we have lost the ball both times. Yeah. What a stupid stat. <laughs> like, two fumbles, yeah. you're in for one play. Yeah, like when we were watching that, you didn't even realize, like, no, neither of us realized Malik was in. No. 
And you're like, Tannehill, what the heck? And they're yeah. like, oh, wait, Malik. No, this makes way more sense. <laughs> this is exactly what happened right before yeah. Tannehill got hurt before. Did this game before, and he, he's fumbled. Yep. Jeez. It's a deep RPO. Really put it in the Henry's stomach. Right. Jeez. What's the next? Kansas City, Jacksonville? Yep. Chiefs, Jaguars. Next game. Uh, Chiefs won 27-17. Uh, it was not really a close game. Uh, Kansas City, Mahomes had a big game. He had four touchdown passes, as Mahomes does. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Wanda Kelsey, he was thrown to uh, Tony, Kadarius Tony. Mm-hmm. A lot. He had a couple good catches. And uh, touchdown catch, I look like he tore his left hamstring. Yes. Like, he's hopping yes. out of the sideline. I'm like, that poor man. He just got traded. He gets a touchdown. He literally hopped three times. I was like, well, there goes that. And he started celebrating. I was yeah. like, wait, what? You're not hurt? Like, right. that's what I look like when I do anything. Yeah, and Jefferson did the same thing in the Minnesota yeah, game. Like, like, they faked an injury or something. Yeah, it was weird. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the thing with the Chiefs, I, I think the storyline there is Clyde Edwards-Alaire didn't play much. No. It, it was Pacheco and uh, Jared McKinnon. So, I don't know if he was hurt or if he's just kind of getting – pushed out because Pacheco's run the ball pretty well. Yeah, Clyde Edwards is good, but the other running backs have been better. Mm-hmm. So, I, don't, I mean, I don't blame him. He's on my big contract. He's cheap. So. Yeah. And then, you know, on the other side, Jacksonville, Lawrence had a decent game. He, you know, didn't throw any picks. ETN didn't run the ball well. So, it, no. it was kind of more on Lawrence, which Christian Kirk came in big for him, had a couple mm-hmm. touchdowns, looked good. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it was just too much. Like, Jacksonville's defense couldn't stop Mahomes. And they're just kind of outclassed. I blame this on solely on Trevor Lawrence, and here's why: they got they fumbled. They were, they got the opening kickoff fumble. They did at the twenty yard line. They got another fumble late in the game, and they picked off Mahomes. They had three turnovers. The Kansas City Chiefs got make sure I'm right here zero turnovers, and yet somehow they won. Like you, you if you get Mahomes, you get Mahomes turn the ball over three times. Not that it was all on Mahomes. But that offense of Mahomes to give the ball up three times, and you can only get seventeen points off of that, like that's that blows my mind. Especially the like the kickoff in the very beginning. That was something like the 20, 35, 30, 35 yard line on <coughs> Kansas City side. Like yeah. I don't know. I thought that was really embarrassing. I, I feel like that offense is besides Christian Kirk. Etienne's been running well. He run pairing poorly, but I mean Kirk looks fantastic. But Lawrence yeah. has gotta step it up. Like, I mean, he got sacked five times. So he did. And I didn't watch that game fully, so I don't know if it was him holding on to the ball or if the line was not uh, holding up. But I, I don't know. I just look at I look at like someone like Taylor Heineke, which is the game that's on right now. He's mm-hmm. playing well. Uh, no name, no nothing. He's just XFL star, just going in here and taking on the undefeated Eagles, and they're freaking winning by six. And I look at Trevor Lawrence, who's supposed to be this just next generational talent. He's just not. He's not doing it. He's not doing it. It's the Chiefs. I get it, but at the same time, like you got that many turnovers, like you should have done more than seventeen. He's, it's time for him to step up because at this point, like looking at Fields, he's stepping mm-hmm. up. Same draft, yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's playing. I would say Trevor Lawrence is. I won't say the worst out of those quarterbacks, but he's playing pretty darn bad. I mean, he's definitely not the worst. I mean, you have yeah. Matt Jones in there and everything. So. Fair enough. Good touche. Show me the other quarterback. I'm like, I know yeah, there's yeah. a quarterback in there somewhere. Yeah, but you know, he's not the worst. It's just he's he's actually not even playing bad as far as his stat line. I just forget those hidden stats of mm-hmm. the you should have had more points than this and you didn't. I don't. Know. I just. And I want him to play well, even though he plays my Titans. I just I want it's better for football if he's playing well. Yeah, he's just not. Yeah, I mean they have struggled. They got off to a decent start this season and have just been very bad for the last yeah month and a half or so. And ten points to the Chiefs, that's respectable. I mean, you, that's a good game. 
I mean, you keep it within a score, that's amazing. Uh, especially for a team that's, you know, technically probably still rebuilding a little bit. Yeah. So, yep. but either way, it was a loss. So. Yeah. All right. Next game, I have Dolphins-Browns. Yep. That's what I got. Yep. Dolphins won 39-17. So this game was never really close. Not even a little bit. Uh, you know, the offense of Miami is just ridiculous because they have – Obviously, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle on the outside. Mm-hmm. They added Jeff Wilson, which he ran all over the place on Cleveland. I picked him up free agent. I was yeah. so excited about that. Like, he looked great. Mm-hmm. And then they still have Mostert, who is a change of pace for Wilson. Mm-hmm. And, like, they have Gasicki and just all these guys. It's crazy. And Tua's playing lights out. Yeah, he's playing amazing. He looks great. Uh, and their defense. Now, the we've been saying this with Cleveland all year. They, if they get behind, they just don't have the weapons no. to catch up. So they abandoned the run early because Miami got up early. So Chubb didn't really do a whole lot because uh, they just stopped hanging the ball. Yeah, I mean, if they're averaging six yards a carry, right? That's pretty good. So, but my point, Miami, their defense could just key in on Brissett. Yeah, like you got to throw the ball, right? Throw the ball. Good luck. And he couldn't do it. No. Um, you know, Amari Cooper was. I think he was at the game. Not really sure. Yeah. He, he was Jones was <laughs> yeah. for sure. But, Jones was. but like you have Amari Cooper, he is supposed to be this, you know, number one receiver. Because he probably is a top 15, 20 receiver in the league. Oh yeah. Um, and he just disappeared. And Xavier Howard is a great cornerback. I'm not taking that away. Mm-hmm. But you have guys you have these number one receivers that find a way. Well, yeah, maybe you don't have a 100-yard game. Maybe you have a 70, 80-yard game, and you make some good catches. And, yeah, you got to find a way. They can't blanket you all day. Like, mm-hmm. something's got to give. Yeah. Or you get a good coach who gets him open. Like, you get that receiver involved somehow. Give, just give him a couple runs or something. Get him, get him touches. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, Miami is just they're, – they're the better team. And they, with Tua back, I think they're undefeated since Tua came back. Yeah, he's. I think he's really solidified. I think there were so many questions. They were talking about that Miami is trying to trade two of the Texans for Deshaun Watson, all this crap. And it's like, I'm, first of all, I'm glad they didn't because I feel like even our friend Ari is done with Cleveland after they've tarnished their good reputation with Deshaun Watson. Um, but I mean, like Tua is really showing up. I mean, he's he, he, he had an injury bug, obviously, a little, a little bit last year and this year. But I mean, he's been playing when he's playing. Whew, he's pretty darn good. Mm-hmm. So. And those lefty quarterbacks, man. It's so weird to watch, Looks man. Weird. It's still, I'm, I can see highlights. I'm like, why is he turning that direction? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot. He's yeah. left-handed. That's got to be hard to defend, too. Yeah, it exactly. has to be. Like, why are you looking like that? Where are you, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Like, all of a sudden, you're throwing the football. It's just yeah. weird. Like, the handoffs look different. The yeah. play action looks different. Well, it's like yeah. in a, even a boxing. Like, you're used yeah. to right-handed people punching, and all of a sudden, their power is their left. And you're like, wait, what? Like, mm-hmm. it just throws everything off. Like a lefty point guard? Yeah. It's yeah. a special – you have to have special prep to even contend with that because you just – it just – everything looks different. You go off of looks. You go off of what you're seeing from the defense reading, and when your quarterback is – rolling this way and looking this way, and you're like, what is going on? Yeah. Uh, I think that's a – people don't really talk about that that much, but even that little stuff, like, it, it's difficult. Like, putting yeah. a left-handed pitcher in after a right-handed pitcher, like, it's, mm-hmm. the release is different. So. Yeah, so Miami is 7-2, and two, and they are in the driver's seat for a one seat. Yep, and if they beat uh, – yeah, 7-3. Yeah, and they beat, Oh, 7-3, sorry. That's okay. So I was like, I thought they were the same scores tight. That sounds stupid. Yeah. They, well, they are kind of. But yeah, they're. I mean, they're in driver's seat. You beat the Buffalo one more time. Now you have a two-game lead. Mm-hmm. And they have to come back. I mean, kudos to Miami. Especially yeah. Mike Daniels coming in in a situation where you don't know what's going on with Tua. You you give all this up for Tyreek Hill. You don't know what's going on, and you, all of a sudden you're like, hey, 
and you make a very quiet trade at the trade deadline. No one talked about the Wilson acquisition. Really, like, oh, yeah, I got Jeff Wilson. That's fine. And he comes out and does that. It's like, mm-hmm. well, yeah, you guys weren't talking about it, but now you're talking about it. Yeah. So, I, I was because they didn't have a run game. They didn't have yeah. a really consistent run game. I think now they got it. Yeah. So, which is awesome. Yep. All right. Next one. I have Giants-Texans. Oh, what a, what a fascinating game, Tim. Believe it or not, the Giants won this one. Yep. <laughs> 24-16. It was closer than I thought it would be. Actually, I agree with that. Yeah. It was. But uh, Saquon Barkley, I freaking love how well he's playing. They just showed a clip at the halftime and just, just mm-hmm. of like the Jones tossing the ball and he just breaks the first tackle and just yeah. gone. Like, yeah. oh, okay, he's no one out there. Okay. Yeah. Like he had 35 carries, which I think they said was the most carries he's had since his rookie year. That is a lot of carries. Yeah. Jeez, old Pete. Um. But, I mean, like, Danny Dimes only had to throw 17 times. Made that run. Look at Tannehill numbers right there. <laughs> a little more yards than Tannehill. But those a little are, more yards. Those are here, Derek Henry. <laughs> do the job. Thank you. Exactly. That's also the throws of – that's the that's the amount of completions from a not high top-paid quarterback. Right. That's the difference there for Daniel Jones. True. Like, you can plug anyone in there if you want to just make 13 throws. Okay. Right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Saquon looked great. Uh, on the flip side of Houston, Davis Mills – I, he struggled. Yeah, like, he's, he's not the guy. Yeah. He, he's not. Uh, I mean, you might be able to run him for one more year because you have so many other pieces you need to build and you have the picks. But I think if a quarterback falls to your lap, you have to. I'm I'm actually super – I don't only have for the season, but I'm really excited to do the draft together and, like, go through this. I'm really excited uh, just to see what happens with all these quarterbacks coming out. Mm-hmm. So, and I think the Texans will be a top – one of the top five teams taking one of the quarterbacks. Yeah. I mean, they only have one win this year, so they're kind of – they're probably going to get the one pick, <laughs> number one pick. I'm, I'm telling you, I've dealt with Andrew Luck, Peyton Manning, Trevor Lawrence. This is my life, man. It's just always one after another. I'm like, just go somewhere else, please. Yeah. Can't help that you're in a bad division. How dare you? <laughs> the Titans are super good, and then For, everyone else is bad. Yeah, everybody else is awful. That's what's great. I'm like, if we get seven wins, we're going to playoffs. <laughs> no one can stop us. Yeah, I mean, you guys are what, like four games ahead of second place in that division? Well, let's see. Three, two, oh, only three. Only three. <laughs> yeah, well, that's basically because the Colts won, which we'll get to. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, we don't have a huge lead, but, I mean, it's pretty. Yeah. I think we're okay. Right. Um, I mean, Damian Pierce had a good game. Mm-hmm. You know, he it, – it's one of those things where the Texans are obviously in a rebuilding phase. And so Damian Pierce can only do so much. Yeah. Where Davis Mills can't run – like, can't carry the offense. They don't have – like a stud wide receiver. No. Um, so it's kind of falling on Damian Pierce as a rookie, which nobody expected him to do anything. No. And he's holding up. It's just I, I worry for him that he's going to get overused. Well, yeah, in a time when you're not – I mean, a lot, a lot of football is timing. You right. Know what I mean, it's about getting those rookies and the rookie quarterback deals from the first round where you can ride that salary for five years and you can pay everyone else. That's like with Russell Wilson when they had the Legion of Boom. Exactly. And Russell's on a third-round contract. So they paid it. Richard Sherman, Bobby Wagner, everybody, all the money, and they dominated. Mm-hmm. As soon as Russell got paid, it was over. Yeah. So it was really about timing. And same with like having – you want Pearson as like, you know, four or five-year dominance run with a good quarterback and a decent defense. That's how you're a contender. Mm-hmm. And if you waste Pierce for three years and he falls off a cliff, now you got to go free and running back now. Exactly. So it's, it's, it's a big deal to get a team together quick around him. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, kudos to the Giants. They are – they're seven and two. 
I, I got that one right. I still don't. Yeah, you, you, I don't. I still don't understand this. I, I, yeah. I have. It, I would have bet. I say this all the time. I just would have bet so much money. I would have laughed at you if you would have said this. In the right. Year. Right. I think everyone would have laughed at you. Right. And look who's laughing now. <laughs> Danny Dimes. That's who's laughing. I mean, they. I think they're going to make the playoffs. I don't know how much they're going to do in the playoffs. I don't know how they don't make the playoffs. Right. I mean, if you look at the NFC, I mean, the next, the, like the last wild card spots, like the four and five Falcons. Yeah. So even if they start losing, the other team's got to start winning a lot just to just to catch up. But if they get the ten wins, they're making the playoffs. There's, yeah. I don't think any other team's going to catch them for a wild card. Yeah. But I mean, the, wins, the Eagles are looking. Some real smart guy said something about the. Commanders beating the Eagles a couple weeks ago. That game is not over yet. It's not over. You're absolutely right. But the fact and that they're winning. Somebody picked the Bears over the Patriots a few weeks ago. No. So. That, that was a lost episode. I don't remember that. <laughs> so, I'm just, I'm just if saying. we're going to. But how interesting does this get? If we're going to go through the archives. Let's just say the Eagles lose this. Sure. Now you're you're one game. That's yeah. one game. Now it's way now I'm way more interested now. Now, yeah. now I'm root. I don't know who to root for. I have no dog in the fight. But also it's just, it's just fun to watch. So, yeah. I, I'm digressing. That is a fun division. Yes. All right. Next one. I have the Steelers and the Saints, mm-hmm. which, the, the, I mean, the Steelers won 20 to 10. I did not see this one coming at all. No. Like, Kenny Pickett has looked so bad. Still looked bad. I, I mean, yeah, but Dalton looked worse. Yeah, Dalton looked real bad. I still don't fully get why Winston's not in there. Because um, at this point, I want to see what I have. Right. You know, like, let them play it out, see what happens. Worst case, we, we draft a quarterback. The only thing I can think is they're like, Dalton, you used to play in this division, so you know Pittsburgh pretty well. So yeah. You, you probably give us a good chance to win. If you go back and look at the but, stats, pretty sure yeah. the, the Steelers were Dalton's yeah, daddy for yeah. a few years. Tomlin also knows Dalton very yeah. well. So. Yeah, it's going to be an interception. Check it out. Oh, look at that interception. Yeah. Red rifle strikes again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, Pittsburgh – Kenny Pickett didn't do a whole lot. He had a very um, Tannehill line. I was trying to go for it. <laughs> How dare you, sir? You knock off about 70 yards to a touchdown pass in there. We'll call it a Tannehill line. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> but Najee Harris had a good game. He did. He had a, a couple big runs that were awesome. Pickens looked very, very good. He had a um, he had a catch on the sideline that was just crazy. Um, I'm trying to remember – I thought you were mispronouncing Pickett. I'm like, no, no, he's no. Pickett. How do you catch the ball, Tim? <laughs> Pickens, Pickens, Pickens. Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm on board now. Yeah, and T.J. Watt was back, so yes. he was getting after Dalton for sure. Uh, and then on the Saints side, you know, they're just still hit with injuries. I mean, Kamara mm-hmm. didn't have a great game, uh, but Olave, it, it's Olave out there for the wide receivers, and that's it basically. Like I think Landry was back. But he he didn't. Oh, know a what lot. about Jensen? What, what was the guy's name? Hold on, I'm pulling it up. We were both watching. Like, who who was that? Oh, Jawan Johnson. Jawan Johnson. Yep. Jawana man. He had their touchdown. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean the Saints. They've been playing so well, and they, you know, they ran into Baltimore last week and got blown out, and then they run into Pittsburgh this week, which I would have bet on New Orleans. Because Pittsburgh has been just bad this year. Yeah. Like Pickett hasn't like Pickett is learning. Mm-hmm. And Pittsburgh, it seems like this year has only gotten up for divisional games. That's true. And then New Orleans comes in and they just shut them down. And so Pittsburgh, I, I, I don't think they're in the running for anything. I, I think no. they're still far behind, but they kind of knocked New Orleans 
back. And, yeah. you know, they're still close in their division because they're in that bad division. But well, that's true. They're right in the mix. Yeah. They're tied for last place, which is two games behind first place. Right. <laughs> right. So, I mean, I don't know. It, it was kind of a blah game for me anyways. Yeah. Um, so that's, yeah, that's all I have to say. Well, the funny thing, the Saints defense outplayed the Steelers off our defense. Like, they had six sacks compared to the Steelers. Two, I think you have two really bad Andy Dalton picks, which throw, like, I just think the offense was so terrible. Even with a pretty good defense, you couldn't win. Um, I think they made a huge mistake in not trading Kamara. Um, I just, if you're in a rebuild, I know you don't. It's like McCaffrey. Like, the Panthers knew, we are we are done. This is over. We're overpaying. He's probably getting to that age and injury. Like, eh. And Kamara, I think, will go for another two years and be amazing. But you're not going to be ready by then to win anyway. So, like, just just – Brady's about to retire. You need to load up. You have to compete with Atlanta moving forward. And I, I think that's what they need to prepare for. And they're just – they're like, we're rebuilding, but we're, we're totally going to win these games and not rebuild. And, yeah. Uh, no, you need to just, just go. That's what it was. They thought they were still in it. And they were for a minute. And yeah. technically they still are. But yeah. not, not with Andy Dalton. He, just because he's a safer option doesn't mean he's going to win you games. I mean, just, right. He might not lose – this game he, he lost. But it doesn't mean he's going to lose you every game. But you're never going to win either. Right. Yeah, they need to find – I don't know that Winston is the answer. He's not long-term, but I think right. he's, he's got more upside than Dalton. You know what you're going to get from Andy Dalton. Yeah. I mean, Winston can throw two interceptions, but he also throws 300 yards. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, he can do that all day. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Pickett, but Pickett does not – I don't think he looks good. I don't think he looks good at all. I don't think I even see a lot of highlights where I'm like, oh, you're playing well and making mistakes. Fields makes mistakes. That pick six, mm-hmm. was, pick six was a mistake. But at the same time, like, he's – Pickett's – now you got me saying Pickett's and Pickett. Like, you know, <laughs> Pickett just doesn't look good. Yeah, he just. I thought he went really early in the draft. I think he's. A, I think it was because he's a hometown hero. But we'll, we'll see in the next five years what happens. But I don't know. Yeah, I mean the quarterbacks that came out of the drafts. I don't think anyone thought they were ready to play this year. And now you have Pickett starting for Pittsburgh. You had Malik start a couple games for Tennessee. And they just haven't looked ready. No, they're, they're not. And this was not a huge quarterback draft class either. So I think that's the big thing is I think they they fl- they pushed Pickett into this role. And he's, he's just not ready. Trubisky, Trubisky was doing this before right. he got benched. So, like, put Trubisky back in. See what happens. Right. I, I don't I don't get that at all. But we'll see what happens in the draft, I guess, because they're going to build around them. They're going to need yeah. another good receiver. They have their running back, another good receiver. And they need a Pittsburgh all great Pittsburgh teams have a great tight end. Mm-hmm. And they need, I think they need a big-time tight end. Fryermuth is good, but he just hasn't been as explosive. He's no Heath Miller, that's for sure. Exactly. They, yeah, they need a exactly. old boy in there. Yep. All right. Oh, here we go. I'm so excited. This is going to be a long talk here. For the Colts Raiders? Jeff Saturday. That's oh, all yeah. I want to talk about. First off, I have a couple things I want to say. Yeah. Why was Matt Ryan in the game? Right. So Go ahead. Yeah, so <laughs> the Colts beat the Raiders 25-20. to 20. Uh, Matt Ryan was back in starting quarterback, which was weird. Uh, and then on the Vegas side, again, hit with injuries. So Waller's out. Renfro was out. Uh, they still had Jacobs and Devontae Adams and Derek Carr and those guys. But, yeah, yeah, but, I mean, their offense just wasn't very good. No. But, yeah, go ahead. So I've never moved for the Colts in my life, ever. I mean, I love Peyton Manning, but yeah, I just always wanted him to lose when it came to my Titans. But, like, so this whole controversy goes down. If you watch football, you've got to see it on the CSPN. So they have Bill Cowher. It's it's in the halftime report uh, of the – of the. I told you this the other day, right? The Germany yeah, game. Yeah, the Germany game. 
and he has a written speech. Normally they don't do this. He keeps glancing down at his, and he is just aggressively coming at Jeff Saturday. Because again, you're you're hiring a guy to a coach, to a Hall of Fame coach who's never coached anything out of high school. He's never been a water boy at college. Nothing. He was he's a Hall of Fame center in the NFL. But that's it. It doesn't make you a good coach. And these coaches are coming out, lashing out at this guy. And he comes in and beats the freaking Raiders in his first game. I was rooting for him. Like, please win this game. Mm-hmm. Like, as much as I don't want the loser the Colts down the road, like, I want Jeff Sarai to win. Just, just, you know, just kiss my, you know, whatever. Like, yeah. it was just fun to watch. And I think Matt Ryan came with a little chip on his shoulder because he's like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm down, but I'm not out. He played way better than Sam Ellinger did. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know why. I don't think Matt Ryan's the answer, obviously. I think he's dumb, but he's still going to be better than any other quarterback they have on the roster, except for maybe Nick Foles, but that's a different conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, kudos to the Colts. I, I still don't understand. But, anyway, so Cowher basically said it was one of the biggest dis- – was it, I forget what the exact word is. It was a huge disgrace to coaching in the NFL. It was one of the, like, the biggest disgrace he's ever seen. And I'm like, that just seems extreme. Like, Because, mm-hmm. well, the other thing he said, Jeff Saturday was offered a um, – Oh, what's the word? I got counsel. No. Coordinator? No, no. He was a special. I feel, I feel really stupid right now. A special coaching, coaching job. Consultant. Jeez, old Pete. Consultant. A special consultant to the Colts who they love this guy. Right. He said no because he had a comfy TV job. He didn't want to do it. And then seven weeks later, you accept the head coaching job. which And that's why Coward is like, this is a lifestyle. People give their lives to this to win Super Bowls. And you told me you didn't, you didn't want to be a consultant. And now you're a head coach of a football team. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. That was what Cowher said. I'm like, oh, that's a fair point. Like, I yeah. get that, but a disgrace seems extreme. Yeah, it does. I mean, so he was an analyst at ESPN, you know, a week ago. And gets hired on as the interim head coach. That is no guarantee that he gets the head coaching job at the end of the year. No, not even um, I, I think it was a feel-good story for the Colts who have mm-hmm. been very, very bad this year. You, you have this guy who is, you know, has been around the franchise for years and years and years, played with Peyton. Um, the Colts fan base loves him. Mm-hmm. And so you give him this interim job and the fans are like, oh, awesome. Jeff Saturday. That's great. Yeah. Like whether they care about the wins or not, they like they love Jeff Saturday. Like the, I don't think they believe the team is competitive this year. No. But you have this guy that you can get behind. Yeah. Exactly. You want to root for him. Like, I want to root for him. I don't want him to yeah. win the dang games. Yeah. So. And in my mind, if I'm the Colts owner, it's a win-win situation. Yeah. Like, if he does great and you rattle off five, six more wins the rest of the year, hire him on. Yeah. For like a genius. Yeah, look great. Yeah. If you don't, you're like, hey, I made my fans feel good, and then I can go out and find the real head coach in the exactly. offseason. There's really no downside. You know you're not making the playoffs. and. I just love that he just shoved in the coach was like, hey, you can right. like that right. was, I was, that's why I was rooting for him so much. And luckily it was the Raiders who for some reason keep having a hundred fifty yard receiver every freaking week, but yet they keep losing the game. Like I, yeah. I don't understand it. I I don't I think Carr was crying in his press conference, he was so upset. I and I, I can't even blame him. Like the stat line's good. Mm-hmm. The running running game wasn't great. The receivers did okay. I just it, it seems like it's almost their defense. I mean, you let Matt Ryan put up twenty five points. Josh McDaniels is a terrible head coach. He's a great offensive he coordinator. Tebow. Yeah, and Tebow got his playoff win. Yeah, he did. And then we were awful. Yeah. You know who has more playoff wins than Derek Carr? Tim Tebow. <laughs> Tim Tebow. <laughs> That's true. And I love that. Yep. Um, 
<laughs> but Josh McDaniels is just not a good head coach. Like he no. he's tried it and he he did not do well with Denver and now he's back with Vegas and he's struggling. And it like you were just saying, the offense is there. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we say that and they only put up twenty points. Yeah. And Indy's defense is fine. It's good. Yeah. 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 Middle of the pack. But you have Devontae Adams who is top three receiver in the league. Mm-hmm. You have Josh Jacobs who is a very good running back. Darren Waller wasn't there, which that hurts. But yeah. when you have him, he is a top three tight end. Oh, yeah. Like, the pieces are there. If they're fully healthy, maybe it's a little different. But you, like, everybody has injuries. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you got to deal with it. You can't yeah. have an excuse. You, you and that's where the head coach comes in. Yeah. And it, it, they're just, they're bad. And I, I love it. But <laughs> oh yeah, well, I mean, yeah. they're your Colts, right? So exactly. I hundred percent get that. Yeah. yeah, I agree though. Like you, you don't. The offense didn't need to be fixed. Yeah. If anything, the defense needs to be helped, and you need to create a culture. Yeah. I saw I was telling this to Cole before you came over. So there were, and I, I say this for purpose. There were six or seven coaches, new coaches hired in two thousand eighteen. There's only one left. Really? You know who it is? Twenty eighteen. Zach, look at, look Zach at me, Taylor. Look at me and take a wild guess who it is. Oh, Vrabel? Yeah, Vrabel's oh. the only one that's left. And he's got two – so in three seasons, this is his fourth, he has two AFC South championships. He has made the playoffs three times, and he's made an AFC championship game. And he was probably the least sought-after coach. But his culture is mm-hmm. – I mean, it's – these guys, that's all they talk about. It's a freaking team. Because they all these pieces were there. All he did was trade for Ryan Tannehill. That was it, and they put a better throwing quarterback in there. Got Derrick Henry going, and then you he built a defense. But that first year, he didn't. They made the AFC Championship. He didn't have that. He built a culture, which I think people don't look at as much as they should. Like you can have all the talent. Aaron Rodgers is a prime example. You can have all the talent in the world, but you have a whiny, long-haired quarterback who blames everyone else for their losses except for himself. That's not a culture. That's not a leader. That's someone who points fingers and says it's not my problem. So I'm, I went off on a tear there, but the point is, <laughs> McDaniel's is a numbers smart offensive guy. He is not a leader you want charging in there with you. He's yeah. the one you want giving you the facts in your ear to coach the team better. Right. That's it. Right. Yeah. He rides my gears, Tim. Speaking of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Next game. Ooh. He gets off the Schneid. The Packers and the Cowboys. Schneid. Packers win. Haven't said that in a while. Yeah, it's weird. 31-28 in overtime. Mm-hmm. So this game, the big name in this game is Christian Watson, which you probably wouldn't have guessed who that was. Oh. But he is the rookie receiver for Green Bay. He had three receiving touchdowns. Um, he looked phenomenal. The Packers, you know, Aaron Jones had a really great game, which we've come to expect that. Yep. The thing that happened in this game Dallas looked dominant for the first three quarters, Mm -hmm. and they were up two scores um, going into the fourth quarter. And the Packers' defense held up. Jair Alexander shut down CeeDee Lamb in the fourth, Mm -hmm. uh, and Rodgers made plays. And they, you know, came back. A.J. Dillon had a couple big runs. But it was really Christian Watson being the outlet for Rodgers that he hasn't had in the last, you know, six weeks. And so they get it to overtime, and they hold Dallas back, and then they get the ball and get the field goal, and they win the game. Um, So I don't know that it's going to continue, but they beat Dallas, and Dallas is a good team. 
I mean, yeah, they are very. I mean, their defense has got to be top three in the league. Yeah, for so, sure. So I think it's one of those things where, like, we've been talking about Green Bay being bad this year, and Rodgers hasn't looked himself. Um, but this is a big win for them, and they they're in the NFC, which is weak. So they still have a shot, an outside shot of making the playoffs as a wild card. And with Aaron Rodgers, you never know. Yeah. Um, if if he has that guy that he can turn to on third and seven or eight. Yeah. That was Devontae for the longest time. Exactly. You're getting the ball and you're going to catch it. Exactly. That's the difference in winning games sometimes. Mm -hmm. I I think the big struggle I have is I don't think Mike McCarthy is a very good coach. I think he's very similar to an Aaron Rodgers um, or Tom Brady offensive coordinator. Yep. Genius. No, you're not. Yeah. It's it's Adam Gase, Peyton Manning type of stuff. And, like, they're on the 35-yard line in the opening drive in overtime, and they kick a 52-yard field goal, which is, at this point in day and age, that's a makeable kick, easy. Instead of putting points up, they go for it on fourth down, and they get nothing. Then they lose by a field goal. Mm -hmm. It's like, what? I don't don't understand. Like, I don't know. I'm not giving the ball back to Aaron Rodgers without points. At least a shot at points. So, I don't understand that call. I think you need the win, especially if you're chasing the Giants and the Eagles. I think that was a really bad call. And I think it's another situation where you're watching an offense. Not This is probably one of their better weeks they've had as far as offensive production. They still lost the game, though. Yeah. I just don't think McCarthy is a very good coach. I think he was around Aaron Rodgers, and he was like, I'm a genius. Like, no, you can coach, but you're not great. Like, right. Andy Reid is a great coach. Like, it doesn't matter where you put him. He finds a good quarterback, and he builds these insane offenses. Mm-hmm. He just wins. Yeah. I don't think that's McCarthy. I agree with that. I mean, they have talent all over that roster. Oh, yeah. And, you know, they're still a good team. And I'm not saying they're going to fall off a cliff. But they had a struggling team, and they were up two scores. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't close out the game. And they're, they've been relying on their defense. Yeah. Like, it, it did make sense. Like, Rodgers pulled off some magic and yeah. won the game. But... You have, you know, Micah Parsons and Trayvon Diggs and all those guys on defense that has held up most of the year. And then you have Dak back, and Pollard had a big game. Yep. Zeke was out. Thank goodness. <laughs> I love Zeke, man. Look at these numbers. Like, how are, you, how are you putting Zeke back in the game? You could save so much money by trading him away yeah, letting him go and let Pollard run. Well, was he hurt? Oh, uh, yeah, he was hurt. Okay. Yeah. Really against Zeke, I just Pollard's better. He's just – it's a different point in his career. He's more explosive. That's yeah. it. I mean, the thing with Dallas, I don't like CeeDee Lamb. I don't either. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Like, he's a talented receiver, but he seems kind of – like, we've talked about DK Metcalf this yeah. way. Kind of like a selfish guy. Yeah. Which I don't know either of them at yeah. all. But just kind of his body language on the field, it, it seems like he's very proud of himself when he makes a play. But then he'll make mistakes and just kind of – Whatever. Yeah. I'm a cowboy. I don't care. I'm CD Lamb. Yeah. Care. Yeah. I so, can see that. So I don't know. Like, I agree. I, I agree. And you know what? I actually love Amari Cooper because I feel like Amari Cooper gets traded to the Browns to a quarterback who's suspended for 14 games. Don't hear a peep from Amari Cooper. And he's been, I know this game, he struggled, but he's been having a really good year. I think that's the people you deal with. Like, that's the people I want to deal with. Like, he's like, yeah, that's my job being paid. I'm talent. I'm gonna go out there and do my best, and he just does it. I feel like C. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I feel like C. Lamb almost has the body language of just a. I call it Carson Wentz. That's what I'm gonna call it. Mm-hmm. Just a conscious like, eh, oh, come on, I'm C. D. Lamb. Like I don't know. That's T. O. I don't want to deal with T. O. 
Right. I don't care how talented you are. He's a whiny little baby. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I don't. I wish they would have got rid of the CD and kept Amari, but yeah, that'd have been better off. But I also don't. I don't like Jerry Jones because I have a feeling that Jones is making McCarthy play Zeke. Probably because it's because he paid him money. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's like, dude, like you want to win games, like you, you're gonna. I just I don't know why the Joneses are involved in the football team besides owning it. That's why right. I hire people. Yep. That's it. So I don't. I don't like it. Yep. But big win for Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one. Which Gosh. I don't have a ton on this. So Wolford versus McCoy. Yeah, the Cardinals Rams battle with backup quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, Cardinals won twenty seven seventeen. So it was Colt McCoy and Wolford, Wofford, whatever Wolford for the Rams. Uh, Arizona. the The big thing was their weapons just came through. Oh like, yeah, Hopkins had a good game. James Conner showed up. Uh, AJ Green had a big touchdown catch. Was yeah, a big fourth and one catch too. Yeah. So like that's one two catches, a touchdown catch and a fourth yeah. down catch. So that was cool to see. Um, and then the Rams, like I, I know Stafford is out, but their offense just looks bad. I mean, it looked the same. Yeah, <laughs> when Stafford's in, yeah. Stafford's had such a bad year. Yep. Acre running game. Acres somehow back. Apparently, I don't even understand that situation. Yeah, but like we've been talking about this. Arizona shut down Cooper Cup, which we have not seen a team really do. No. And they did it. And, again, backup quarterback game, so take this with a grain of salt. But you shut down Cooper Cup, and that offense can't do anything. Nothing. I mean, Cup had – I didn't even – I didn't, did I not see my stat line in fantasy? <laughs> he had three catches for negative one yards. Yeah. His longest catch was two yards. Yeah. So, somehow he – beats. That's they so bad. Down. Yeah. I mean, good for the Cardinals, though. Yeah, they – I mean, I love Colt McCoy. If this – I'm a crazy person. I'm well aware that I would start with Colt McCoy over Kyler Murray. Of course you would. I mean, they've lost. They've been losing. You put Colt McCoy in for one game and you win. I'm not saying he's overall more talented than Kyler Murray by any means whatsoever. But he won you a game. They were playing the Rams with a backup quarterback. Let's pump the brakes a little bit. I'm just, I'm just saying. And they put up 27 points, though. They did. So it's, it's not like you, it was like a 12-9 game or something weird. Like, they put up 27 points. Colt McCoy did that with it, and Kyler Murray can't do that typically. I don't like Kyler Murray. I know you don't. He's not, he's not good. Yeah. The weird thing, did you see they cut Eno Benjamin? I just read that, like, yeah. right before you came over. Yeah. Which is so weird. He had Super a really weird. good game. Something is weird there. Yeah. Like, Connor's been hurt, and Eno Benjamin was filling in for him and playing fine. Yeah. Like, a, a good backup running back. Mm-hmm. And now Connor is back, and they cut, him. cut Benjamin. Yeah, something something must have been. I'm sure that will come out the next day or two. Something had to have been. Because someone, someone's going to pick him up. Anyone's oh, yeah. going to pick him up. Anyone yeah. a struggling running back? Like, absolutely. Mm-hmm. If I'm a contender, I want him on my team. Like, he's a good, solid player. I mean, he's mm-hmm. not an elite by any means. He can catch the ball. He can run the ball. He's fast. So, yep. I'll take him. Yep. But, yeah, that's all I have to say on that one. Backup quarterbacks. It's not real. Do you want to talk about Cole, yeah. Cole McCoy's rushing? No. Four rushes for four yards. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Why do you want to talk so, about that? I don't know. There's nothing else to talk about in this game. Two backup quarterbacks. I, I love Cole McCoy since he came out of Texas. Yeah. I, I've, I've been a big fan of his ever since. I watched him when I was a kid. So, I love him. I mean, maybe he'll start over Kyler Murray. I hope so. You want to bet on it? No, 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 no. Cliff Kingsbury's not starting him over Kyler Murray. Now, absolutely not. If you want to tell him, if you want to bet that if he did, he did, I would, I would bet you that he would have a better record 
than Kyler Murray if they both no. split the game. Nope. Yeah, you're scared. I'm not scared. Also not going to start <laughs> nine games, so fair enough. Yep. All right, moving on. Sunday night game, we had the Chargers and the 49ers. 49ers won 22-16. Uh, it really, the way I see this one, the 49ers offense is just getting more comfortable with McCaffrey there. Mm-hmm. He looks great. I mean, Garoppolo doesn't really have to do anything. No. Uh, he can just give the ball. And Elijah Mitchell is back. That's the other thing. He did really well. Yeah. So you have McCaffrey, Elijah Mitchell, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, all these weapons. Yeah. And Garoppolo is just there like, okay, here, take the ball. <laughs> I don't want it. Yeah. Yeah. You see his record? If he had, every he's, There's 12 games in his career he doesn't have a touchdown. Oh, he's 10-2, isn't he's he? He's 10-2 if he doesn't throw a touchdown. That is the stupidest fact. <laughs> How does it even make sense? Right. Like, you're better off if, like, the, that's a really good, I'm not, I'm not throwing touchdowns yeah, The ultimate game manager. Yes. Jimmy Get your Garoppolo. job done. Also, give me $30 million. Thank right. You. Right. Um, and then on the flip side, the Chargers, Herbert, um, well, one, Eckler had a bad game. Yeah. He, he was not really running the ball well. So, it was all on Herbert. And that San Francisco defense was getting after him. He took a shot in the first half. I don't know if you saw this. Mm-hmm. Um, he was running the ball. It was like a third down, and so he was trying to get the first. And I think it was the 49ers' safety uh, hit him in the head, like snapped his helmet to the side, and the 49ers guy got ejected, and he got taken out to go get checked out for a concussion. Yeah. So it was, I think, Chase Daniel was the backup. Chase Daniel, yep. Um, but then he was back in the second half, and it's one of those things where – he, again, San Francisco is a good defense, but whenever a guy goes out for something like that and comes back, it's like, is he really yeah, fully there? Yeah, I agree. I, that's scary. And I've seen players come back right back. You're like, mm. mm-hmm. two is a good example. Like, yeah. the whole situation, like, you might want to take a week off. Right. Mm. Like, the Chargers, they lost, but they're still in the wild card. Oh, so yeah, absolutely. why not save Herbert for that second half? Like. Yeah. Don't make him play in the second half. You're struggling. San Francisco's rolling. So just sit him. Like, let Chase Daniel go. Because, um, I mean, he, he was taking shots. And it, it just it, – it was scary to watch. Because Justin Herbert's one of those guys that he's going to be a face of the league for years and years oh, to yeah. come. At least the next 10 years. Like, sure. you got to protect him. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I know you want – and I'm sure – and it's not to say like the teams are forcing Herbert back in. You know, if they cut his leg off, he'd be like, "Yeah, I'd like to go back in." Like, right. you're not another leg, but you can't go back. Like, that's how these players are. They don't care. You've seen so many scary things outside of football after uh, with these head injuries, and it's just, mm-hmm. it's just I, don't, I don't know. It, at a certain point, it's not. It's like they were calling for Tua to retire. Like, man, this is scary. Like, you know, you know, we we'll be talking about this in 20 years if something happens. Yeah, know, all these head injuries. So, yeah. Because we're going through it. We saw those players. Like we, we knew when we were kids, and they had issues later on. But we didn't watch them you know, as much as we're watching these guys now. So I'm curious yeah. to see what happens later on. Yeah, I mean, you, you just want them to be safe. Uh, yeah, it, it's just the Chargers are right there as far as playoffs go. Mm-hmm. And they've been there forever since Phillip Rivers yes. was quarterback. And I know they want to take that next step. And Herbert has the ability to do that with them. Mm-hmm. It's just take care of him. Like, oh, absolutely. I I don't get it. 
I mean, you got your two starting receivers out, so you know you're struggling there. Eckler didn't have a good game, which is probably your third best receiver. And then at that point, Herbert's just got to do something. And I, I don't know. It, yeah. Like you said, it's dangerous, and they probably should have kept him out. Yep. So. But, you know, San Francisco gets the win. They uh, Are they tied with Seattle now? Or are they a game back? Uh, they're a game so. back. I think they're a game back. But actually, why you said that, I'm going to bring that up. So yep. I believe they're a game back. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah, perfect. Yep. So they are. So Seattle six and four. San Francisco's five and four. Cardinals four and six. Rams three and six. Okay. So I mean, I think San Francisco's coming for Seattle. Uh, just that offense is scary. It and, is. I mean, they only scored twenty two points, but like, it is. If you can get Garoppolo playing, it really depends. I mean, the fact that Geno Smith will throw Garoppolo, so you're gonna have to do something. Like you're mm-hmm. gonna have to get it going. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't just rely on your defense to stop. They, Seattle just has too many weapons. Yep. And the Monday night game just ended. Ooh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so the Eagles and the Commanders played. Uh, the Commanders ended up winning. Was the final 32 or 33? 32 to 21. 32-21. Uh, Commanders. So there are no longer any unbeaten teams in the NFL. Nope. Philadelphia got their first loss. Uh, I know you're pretty happy about this. So, would you like to get into it? I mean, yeah, and it's nothing against Philly. I like Philly. I love Jalen Hurts. We were talking about it. I, I, I like, I love AJ Brown, even though he left us. I, I, I hope the best. It's just, I, I said a few weeks ago, I'm like, it's not going to be the Buffalo Bills. It's not gonna, they're going to they're get knocked off by it. I, I said Washington. I was like, it's going to happen. They're just scrappy. Their defense is good. And, and Heineke is so unpredictable. I mean, X, this XFL quarterback comes in and just knocks off Philly. <laughs> I just, uh, it's just, and really, it wasn't Heineke. It yeah. was that um, defense. I think a very good defensive effort, but also just bad, bad turnovers by Philly. Yeah, Philly had two fumbles in the fourth quarter that they let gave up. So they were down um, twenty three to fourteen. So they were down two scores going into the fourth, and they get a touchdown early on in the fourth quarter to bring it within two. And they had a couple shots. Um, so Goddard had a fumble. And then on their basically their last offensive drive, the last productive one, Jalen Hurts hit Quez Watkins on this bomb. Yes. And then so he fell to the ground to catch it and wasn't touched, got up, and this Washington guy hit him and he just lost the ball. Yeah. Washington picked it up. Mm-hmm. And that was the last time the Philly offense really had a shot. Um, the the play that kind of sealed it. Uh, Washington had the ball, and it was under two minutes. Philly had all their timeouts, so they were just trying to stop them. Uh, and it was a third down, and whatever, eight or nine. And Heineke drops back to pass, and nobody's open. He's kind of scrambling around a little bit, and then he kneels. Yeah. And a Philly D lineman hits him. Yep. Like two, I think we got two seconds after Heineke went down on both knees. It was like he a was second. It was slow motion. It was long enough that yeah. it, it so like he was down on two knees and he was still down on two knees and he came in and he hit him. Yeah. And with, with that, with the problem is when you're that low to the ground, you can only hit him in the neck and the head. Like there, mm-hmm. there's nothing else. So he hit him in the neck and the head. Automatic 15 yard penalty. First game. down and in the game. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty much it. The Eagles got one playoff and the heck, the commanders almost blocked the punt. They actually yes. had to hit the punter had to pull the ball down, run ten yards to the right, and punt it again because they were going to block the punt. It was mm-hmm. going to be another touchdown. Yep, and uh, you know Washington scored because on the last play, they Philly was 
doing the lateral thing and threw it right to the Washington guy. He yeah. just ran into the end zone. Devontae was falling yeah. down. <laughs> that one bounced into the yeah. linebacker's arms, and he just got the easiest touchdown of his career. Yeah. Maybe an only touchdown of his career. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it wasn't really an impressive game uh, on either side. Like, no. it, we were talking Washington ran it 50 times, basically. Yeah. And it was not good running either. I mean, Brian no. Robinson led the team, and he was averaging a little over four yards carry. Yeah, you have that many rushes, and you don't have a hundred yard rusher. Yeah, <laughs> there's, there's a problem. Yeah, so it's you know one of these divisional games where it was ugly. Like you know, the defenses were kind of getting after the quarterbacks and stuff, and mm-hmm. um, you know, it, like you said, it was bound to happen. The Philly will go down. There has been over the last couple of weeks a lot of stuff on social media and everything that Philly hasn't really played anybody. Yeah. Um, and so their undefeated thing is not, it's kind of a fluke. Yeah. And then, you know, we see this game and they do have holes in their team. Oh yeah. Um, and it's just, it's tough to go undefeated. That's all it is. Absolutely. Cause every, every week it gets bigger and bigger. And you got these teams, like I would say they, like the commanders that aren't in it, but they actually are in it now. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're in the playoff hunt at least. But, like, you become the biggest game of the year for these teams, and they're going to give you everything. Just like, what was it, two weeks ago the Texans played them? Yep. And they didn't win by that much. Like, they gave them, I don't know, run for your money is the right term, but way closer than we anticipated. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I mean, Philly's still amazing. But now at least the Giants got blood in the water. At least they know, like, instead of being like, oh, they're 11-0. No, no, you you are one win away from you because then you split the tiebreaker and you're tied. I mean, yeah. that would be – it'd be fun to watch at least. Yeah, and they were showing at the end of this game the NFC East, their win percentage going into this week was 703. Yeah, between all four teams. Between all four teams, which is the highest – what did it say, since? I don't know what ends the since. I, yeah. I didn't see that part. Uh, I but, did say that it's predicted yeah. to be the NFC West is what they thought. This a- would AFC be. West, yeah. A- Oh, they said NFC with the CIO. Oh, okay. I'm, yeah. I misheard. They thought the – like, going into this year, everybody thought the AFC West was going to be stacked like with we thought Mahomes that. and Herbert and Wilson. And it ends up being the NFC East is the best division in the league. Yes, we were, talking, we were just talking about the, the last time – the really bad year was the last year Wentz was with the Eagles, and mm-hmm. they, they went in the playoffs as a 7-9 team. Yep. They won their division as 7-9. and nine. Yep. And now they probably have three playoff teams. Yeah, exactly. Oh, absolutely. At this point, I, I don't see it not happening. And then, I mean, you're flirting. This might sound crazy, but you're flirting with four. <laughs> because now Washington is tied for yeah. the last wild card spot. So at this point, if it stopped now, they'd have at least a decent chance of getting all four teams in. Which is crazy. Wild. Exactly. Yeah. And for, for my own sake, Carson Wentz cannot make it in the playoffs. We'll get into that next time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'll shut up. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, we will be back at you on Thursday. We'll get have the picks again. Yep, absolutely. we missed it this past week. Yep. Uh, be sure to subscribe, download, give us a rating, all that good stuff. Uh, you can follow us on social media. We are at Average Joe's FB Bot. Podcast, yeah. not podcast. Podcast. Football podcast. It's a podcast. <laughs> it's a podcast. Ah, you know what? Trade. Trade. TM, TM, TM. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks. We'll see you Thursday.